Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by, as always, the Spooky Movie Squad. That is Katie. Hi. Emma. What's up? And Micah. What's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of last summer i screamed because halloween fell on friday the 13th or scary movie <laughs> was that the tagline yeah that's actually that was going to be the original name for oh, it oh for fuck's sake yeah no shame no mercy no sequel uh, the tagline for the second one is we lied <laughs> hit that music Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 271 of this illustrious podcast and volume one of spoof slash comedy horror. So we did this. Did we do it last year? Was it two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. And some of the funniest episodes I can think of that we did that was with you know Transylvania six five thousand the <laughs> movie we still bring up to this day and we did scary movie three and then went backwards and did two and it hit us that we actually did not do the first scary movie and it's weird it slipped through the cracks but personally scary movie two is the superior scary movie if you talk to Micah he will disagree but Mike is crazy. No, three three is superior. No, nope. that, that's madness. Scary movie two is so so good. <laughs> but if for the uninitiated, scary movie is uh, a super spoof. Usually with spoofs of movies, they make fun of something in particular. But with scary movie, the route they went was more, I guess, Naked Gun, but raunchy Naked Gun, where it was just like crazy jokes that would just happen really fast or there'd be some joke something written on the wall that if you weren't looking you wouldn't get it and then if you see it you're like oh the menu said same old shit but it's like blurred out really bad like you have to really be looking for it it's that situation but what they did with scary movie was they referenced just about every like popular scary movie and they parodied so many different movies in this and it, it honestly they just kind of smushed everything together to make a part way cohesive plot toward the end it makes no sense and i was actually talking to some of our friends earlier and i'm like but he died but he came back and he didn't even question why he like died earlier in the movie they're like ah you're not supposed to think about it it's, it's a parody <laughs> so some of the movies that they parody in this was i know what you did last summer scream Scream 2 and 3, The Sixth Sense, The Blair Witch Project, Halloween from 78, Friday the 13th from 1980, The Shining, The Matrix, The Usual Suspects. That is not a horror movie. It's just a really good fucking movie. And Mm -hmm. the ending, the last like three minutes is The Usual Suspects, Psycho, and Candyman from 1992. It was like a quick little line. So 
this movie was written, directed, and produced, not produced, directed and written by Keenan Ivory Wayans. He is the second of 10 children from the Wayans clan. And Jesus. it's funny, if you catch them in the right place, they'll like make fun of like, like their mom, like they're not part of that family. They're like, I heard she had 10 kids. What was she doing the whole time? <laughs> and they'll just like, you got 10 kids? God damn. And they they make- actually make that joke a lot less these days. And now if you catch them, they joke about how fucking awful it is that their family's so big because they have so many goddamn nieces and nephews. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. every one of those 10 kids had like three or four kids apiece. Yeah. There's like God 40 damn. cousins that they all got to buy shit for. Yeah. And hell no. They're all so mad. I just saw a thing with, uh, uh i think sean no 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 marlon wayne so he was on some show like the steve harvey show i think and he was just like fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> christmas is shit <laughs> i have so Damn many laughed at my gifts for <laughs> that's insane yeah this movie scary movie actually had the record for the highest grossing spoilers highest grossing scary or actually just movie straight up directed by an African-American. And then the Fantastic Four movie a few years later beat that. I didn't know the director was black. That did neither. the first one. And then obviously it you got beat know. by the billion dollar movie down the street called Black Panther. You wouldn't know by but, the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Of the first <laughs> Fantastic I'll Four. Be, this. Oh, uh, The Thing's girlfriend, she was black. But yeah, I think I was the only black person in that movie. Mm. Anyway, we'll, we'll do the Fantastic <laughs> Fours one day. But uh, yeah, this movie, it's it's quintessential spoof comedy, honestly. It, it's super raunchy, and with part two, it gets even worse. Uh, a lot of jokes about crabs in the second one. Uh, I don't know, somebody was on a crab kick. And then the series gets a little more PG after that, and it just gets absolutely terrible. The fifth one, spoilers, did not break, I think, 100 million, and all of these easily hit over 100 million and that one was just really 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 bad so unfortunately that's what happens with series you can't go too long then it gets shitty so yeah well that's true for all like horror films yeah uh, mm, not some all. of them some of them Most are good of them. well no I, no i'll i'll stay with my all i'll i'll hold that because like the freddy movies it was like good kind of good okay what the fuck are we doing for like four movies and then we came back and now it's good again same with the halloweens like it was like good good not great and we're back to good again like yeah it takes a bit <laughs> yeah so katie what did you think about scary movie so i'm gonna tell a little story about this movie before i talk about my feelings about it this movie was possibly the biggest movie of the year 2000 like we're old out here so I can remember going to see this in the movie theater. I begged and pleaded and my parents finally were like, fuck it, let's go. Um, Because it had come out like, I don't know, a year or two after like Austin Powers. And we had gone to go see that and loved it. So my parents were like, sure, whatever. And then we went and saw this when I was a wee little 12 and a half year old. And we laughed. It was great. Hilarious. But I have never felt more awkward in my life than the <laughs> glory hole scene of this movie 
with my parents on either side of me. Like <laughs> <laughs> fucking awkward as hell. Um, but this movie is great. That horrible memory started in my brain with notwithstanding. Like this movie is fucking great. If you were in fucking school in the year 2000, you quoted this. This movie got quoted to you constantly all the time. The was app ended up being a fucking super Super Bowl commercial that year. Like it was such a huge deal. And I think this movie is great. I do think if you showed it to someone who was not alive in the year 2000 to enjoy it at that time, they would hate it because it's definitely dated and there's definitely it's like watching Blazing Saddles. Yep. Like it's funny, but like kind of painful because there's a lot of like <laughs> we don't say those things anymore moments scary movie definitely has that because it's 23 years old at this point but i was alive then i remember the feeling and how funny these things were at that time because we weren't like focused on all of that so i love it it was hilarious yep emma i have to agree um but this is the first time I've seen this movie. So what? Okay. So I only watched Scary Movie 3 because Micah said it was funny. So when we had first started dating and we had been together for a couple of years, he showed me Scary Movie 3, which is why I got excited last time we recorded that. And then Scary Movie 2, I had never seen. So last time when we watched that, that was my first time for that one. So I'm all for this franchise it cracks me up it's very funny so now um, that you've seen all three what's the funniest one emma tell the truth don't lie because your husband's right next to you tell me the truth oh she we'll won't lie on my behalf get out of here we'll protect you <laughs> it's my strong hand. yeah yeah number two it's the funniest fucking one <laughs> Scary movie one is phenomenal. Scary movie two is fucking killer. Let me get in there and stir those mashed potatoes. But a strong hand. I can't say anything past the strong hand. I literally cannot. That yeah, that's still quoted to this day. Like me and our group of friends just still take my strong hand. Yeah, it's been 20 years since scary movie two, and we're still just like, take my strong hand. fucking hilarious micah what do you think of scary movie one so i can't remember exactly my like which moment was my first time seeing it like i i can remember either going to blockbuster to rent it or seeing it in the theaters definitely know i used to watch it when i'd go to one of my good friend's house and we'd stay up all night and he had the premium channels so we'd watch it <laughs> as super late at night because we would always pull all-nighters why i don't know <laughs> because, because we, you could because we could back then <laughs> now it hurts <laughs> uh but yeah no i always have a soft spot for the first three scary movies i don't like to talk about four four was was hot garbage Yep, And I know that one and two were the Wayans brothers and then went to other directors for three and four, right? Yes. Yeah, so they're com- basically completely different eras, too. Or, well, I, I don't know, different productions, basically. 
but this was another just like valentine a super stereotypical 90s early 2000s like nostalgia vault <laughs> yeah jeez and it it's so over the top and it's like man it it's wild to think that this was just you know like some of the stupid jokes like doing what's up was actually funny when it first came out back then <laughs> um yeah so always has a nostalgia well and and i you know what it, it'd be interesting to see what if anybody's gonna do like a modern spoof like to fit the new like gen z or something like the new horror movies yeah, but do like a, a spoof and fucking quiet place. And I mean, there's there's enough shit. ammo out there. Yeah, yep. no kidding. I think it's time for a revival. Trademark, 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 trademark. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's funny. Katie said that she watched it with her parents because going off the trailers, and I didn't even see that it was. Well, I did see it was rated R. So my mom took me to watch this movie, and boy howdy. A lot of the things I understood and I laughed, and some things I held it in because I was like, "Because you were next to your yeah. mom." Yep, same. But <laughs> this movie's fucking funny. It's not part two funny. That movie's fucking perfect. But I really love watching this movie. In this one, it's cool seeing Ghostface just be in the background and just react to things like a like a normal person would. Like when he stabs. Uh, Carmen Electra in her boob and the implant comes out he's like pushing it off the knife and he's like grossed out by it like he's the killer and he's like <laughs> little things the like suction that suction sound that it makes yeah. when he pulls that implant out it's like <laughs> and, and he's got prints tied up oh that's not my boyfriend <laughs> it's just little things like that makes this movie just perfect sure I it, just sorry I don't I just read a thing about Carmen Electra that made that Prince thing make way more sense to me. I didn't understand it for all these years, right? It's been 24 years, 23 years at this point. Apparently when Carmen Electra like first started to become like before she even started acting, she was a hip hop artist and her first record was produced by Prince. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. So that's why there's that Prince joke in there. What the fuck? Yeah, my mind's fucking blown. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I had to get that in when he <laughs> mentioned Prince. A lot of the jokes are dated. So if you don't understand what river dancing is, because they don't say it, it just happens. And Ghostface is like, hey, river dance, I know what that is. And he starts like dancing on the floor. It, it wouldn't make a lick of sense to you. The, the Matrix is starting to be a, a dated reference. Sure, we had a movie what a year and a half ago yeah but yeah. if you see someone Jesus, jump in the air has it already been that long yeah yeah, yeah you see someone jump in the air and slow-mo kick somebody you're like was that an action movie I'm like oh my god this matrix was like the biggest movie when it came out it's it makes me sad to see that but i i suppose every spoof like naked gun and stuff they'll have jokes that just make sense to that time i watch older oh, episodes sure. of mystery science theater 3000 They'll make a joke about some senator from some state 20 years ago. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, 
it doesn't make sense to me because it, it didn't pertain to me. For sure, there are hundreds of jokes that I just don't understand in like the Mel Brooks, the old Mel Brooks oh, films. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. I, know, I wasn't alive. <laughs> but if you get past that point, even someone new, I mean, Emma watched it. it there's still enough jokes out there to make you giggle, you know, and this is peak high school, college dumb people humor mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff about butts and just dicks and stuff <laughs> a lot of sex jokes because that's what makes people laugh you know but uh this movie is great yeah I, it's right up there like it, american pie status i would say yeah absolutely great there were going to be more cameos in the movie but they just didn't work out so the original killer spoilers whatever it's not real but it was going to be damon wayans he was going to be unmasked <laughs> as the killer Oh my god, I would have loved that. And his reasoning was that his family didn't put him in the movie. So he came in to ruin <laughs> the, the movie. The fourth wall? Bro? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god, that would have been a great fourth wall. meta. Yeah. And so uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was actually going to be either related to Cindy or just pops up in some like scene where she's hiding from Ghostface. She like opens a closet and Jamie Lee Curtis is in there already hiding. <laughs> she's like, uh, uh, and it just keeps going, you know. Uh, they had tons more ideas. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. But I mean, we got James Vanderbeek. He just popped up for like three seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just walks off. <laughs> so it's kind of tough to explain. Like I was thinking about how I'm going to talk about this. I can give you the steps of the movie, but it's a movie where there's a joke every five seconds. Mm-hmm. So me explaining this will not give it any type of justice. And honestly, it's just me telling you other scary movies and what happened in them, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the explaining part is going to probably go by quick, but give this a watch. Honestly, watch the first three scary movies and then just walk off and be happy. Uh, don't watch yeah. four and five, honestly. If you watch the first three, you will have saved yourself like 10 movies that you don't have to watch. Yeah. <laughs> because you already know exactly the characters in the plot. Like, you don't got to watch... I know what you did last summer. Scream one, two, or three. Like, <laughs> like there's so many movies from that like '90s, mid '90s to mid 2000s that you just like. They covered them all. You're good. Yeah. Oh, another fun fact: uh, the reason this movie is called Scary Movie, besides that the other titles really, really long, because Scary Movie was the working title for Scream, and that was going to actually be the name for Scream, but then they. I don't know. I can't remember the reason why, but they were like, no, let's change it to something else. And he's like, okay, okay. It's kind of like a scary movie. Scary movie is just basic. And you're like, damn, that was actually really good. And he's like, yeah. So, you know, it, they, wor- it works a lot better for this. And it led the way for them to do a whole bunch of quote movies. Oh, yeah. Dance movie, romance movie. I think yeah. Was yeah. Teen movie, haunted, like, they did a whole bunch of those. Well, okay, out of those, not another teen movie is fucking good. Oh, man. <laughs> Young Chris Evans is a douchebag. It's We funny. just watched that the Hot. other day. Yeah, we're gonna watch. I, I like not another teen movie. We're gonna watch yeah, that at some really point. Good. That, that's, movie's, that movie's fucking That's great. another movie where you just watch it and then you don't have to watch, like, ten like, high school drama teenage rom-com movies. Correct. It's yeah. got like she's all that and can't hardly wait and yeah just everything. <laughs> okay, so we'll get through this. So apparently on Halloween night, we meet up with Drew Decker's Carmen Electra. So her name is an amalgamation of Drew Barrymore from the original scene, and Decker is oh man, 
man, it's the last name of another character from another movie. Ah, I used to know off the top of my head. But anyway, she gets a phone call while she's home alone, popping popcorn and just farting. And he's like, what was that? <laughs> so it, it's it's the opening scene from Scream. And Drew Barrymore was wasted in that opening scene of Scream, by the yeah. way. So oh, yeah. it it's funny that as she's running away, they, they've made commercials kind of about like what happens in horror movies and people are like, oh, let's run this way. Let's hide behind the chainsaws. It's like a really good commercial. And Why so, can't we just get in the running car? Yeah. <laughs> so Carmen Electra, she grabs a weapon. She grabs a banana because that's what you need in a scary movie. And one direction was safety and the other one was death. And she runs toward death. <laughs> and the killer is chasing her down, stabs her and actually takes out one of her implants. And she is hit by a car. And it's her dad getting a blowjob from her mom. And so... She was like, what was that? He's like, nothing. Keep going. And then the killer stabs Carmen Electra. So we get the opening, you know, title and then we see our real characters because just like in any horror movie, you got to show us somebody that doesn't really matter to the story and they just got to get murdered. So we meet up with Cindy Campbell and then her boyfriend, Bobby, and then Brenda, Ray, Greg, Buffy, and kind of shorty he's there and kind of not there he's just being high in the background so tons of news crews and uh gail hailstorm is her name (laughs) sherry (laughs) o'terry they are coming to the high school to get any type of scoop and just get some info it's funny the the african-american news team they scoot away because they were like white people are getting murdered we're getting the fuck out of here and that is that's right absolutely if the white people yeah yeah if the white people are dying that means all bets are off and you should leave like absolutely (laughs) white person died first shit i shouldn't even be here right now (laughs) yep so gail's side story is she's trying to find a way to get all the info on the murders and so she talks with buffy's brother special officer doofy (laughs) Jesus. He's, you know, (laughs) he's special. He's special. They they make him out to be a dum dum. And like I said, it is a nod toward another movie. Spoilers, the usual suspects. That's what his character is based on. Isn't it David Arquette's character from Scream? Yes. He's making fun of David Arquette, but also he's playing it as a character from another movie oh okay but they are making fun of david arquette okay <laughs> from the movie and so gail is hitting on doofy and then they head off to the van to uh just talk about things and it's like okay so just like the beginnings of halloween cindy while she's in class she gets a note from the killer saying that she you know the killer knows what she did last year and she's like what what and he's like no bitch when you killed that person she's like uh-oh and she has a flashback. So the flashback is the fucking main part of I Know What You Did Last Summer, where friends after, was it prom? Or just a dance? I think it was just a dance. Just a dance. They are drunk driving down the road, and they hit a guy. And so they're like, he's dead. They check his pulse, shittily. And they're like, what do we do? Let's dump the body in the water and get out of here. And then, unfortunately, the guy doesn't die, and he gets revenge on them the next year. So that's that's I know what you did last summer. 
And the same thing happens with a ton of very silly jokes. The guy actually wakes up a couple of times and they knock him out with other things. Not unknowingly, they, they knock him out. Like they throw the booze bottle and hits him in the head and he falls back down. And then they dump his body after robbing him. And then they're like, oh, okay, that's it. But then Greg, the, the loud guy, he's like, we never talk about this again, okay? We promise. No one, no one talked about this. And Cindy brings it back up in a flashback, and then Greg beats the shit out of her. <laughs> so at this point, everyone's getting threatening notes from the killer. Greg gets a picture of his like very tiny penis on a locker that says <laughs> I know on it. And so he's like real pissed off about that. And so Cindy tells the group that they probably need to tell the police about this. But everyone's like, no, fuck that noise. I want to go to college and I got things to do. I can't go to prison. So later that night, Buffy, she's like in a beauty pageant and she's doing a pretty good job. And her talent is acting. And so she does a scene from a movie and she sees Greg on the like upper terrace of this theater getting murdered by the killer. And so she's like yelling at the crowd to like help her, please. And they're like, oh, man, she's good. That's really good. This must be an original piece. <laughs> He's like screaming at him. And Buffy's crying in the back. But then they say like, hey, Buffy, you, you won. And she's like, oh, 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 shit. And Cindy's like, what about Greg? She's like, fuck Greg. <laughs> and so she's, you know, super happy. There are a couple of scenes where the killer actually tries to attack Cindy while she's home alone because her dad left because a drug deal went wrong and so he's got to dip out for a couple of days he's got to go hide and they're like hey if the police ask about me you don't know where i am <laughs> oh yeah she has a whole uh like spiel that she has memorized yeah like i'm not i don't know who you are we've never met before flush your drugs like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you bake- with baking soda and not baking powder so they don't get muffins in their nose yeah <laughs> He's like, you love that joke. You love that joke since you were two years old. (laughs) So at this point, the killer is constantly trying to kill Cindy and actually calls her on the phone. And it's like, I'm in your house right now. You'll never find me. And he's like behind the couch. His legs are like kicking. (laughs) She's like, I can see you. You're behind the couch. He's like, God damn it. And so he's like, he tells her to turn around. He hides again. He's like behind the curtain. (laughs) It's uh, like I said, it's just scream and so cindy locks her door with like the closet door so the door can't open and then the killer leaves because the cops are on their way because a white woman in danger and the cops instantly get there and then bobby pops through the window and a knife and the killer mask pops out of his pocket he's like uh that's not mine so just like scream bobby is obviously the killer but then they start throwing MacGuffins and red herrings at you to make you not think that he's the killer, but he's absolutely the killer. <laughs> so at this point, Cindy stays, spends the night at Buffy's and, and Doofy's place, but it's their parents' house, honestly. And the killer calls her and says that Bobby is innocent and I'm going to kill him and I'm going to kill all of you. And they're like, oh no. <laughs> so Bobby's released from jail the next day. And Buffy is in the locker room and she sees the killer. And this whole time she starts making fun of Cindy because the killer wants to kill her really bad. And when she sees the killer, she doesn't think it's real. 
And she's like, oh, is this the part where I start running away from the killer? And the killer's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, is this where I twist my leg? And she like snaps her leg. And the killer's like, this is Micah's favorite scene. Yeah. (laughs) The killer like grimaces. He's like, oh my God. (laughs) And the killer cuts her head off with a cleaver. And she's still talking. He's like, oh, is this the part where I'm dead? (laughs) And he throws the head away in a trash can. So that night, Gail and her cameraman, Kenny, they go out to uh, like make out point and they're trying to find the killer in action because, hey, all these teens are up on this make out point. Obviously, the killer is going to come up here and kill one of them. Let's see what happens. And so they find this like nerdy girl and they're like, where's your boyfriend? She's like, oh, like 10 minutes ago, he went to like look for something, but he hasn't come back. He's like, do you think that he might be dead? <laughs> he put the mic in her face. And the killer just comes out of nowhere and just starts stabbing her. And Gail's like, oh, it's the killer. It's the killer. Let's, let's get a, you know, try to get some questions from him. And he gets mad because he's like, I'm trying to do my job out here. And you're in my face and blah, blah, blah. And they start running. And it turns into the scene from the Blair Witch Project when the girl is crying into the camera. And they, like snot is pouring down yeah, her face. There's a little bit of snot in the Blair Witch Project. And so they hand that up. And her nose is just like a fountain of snot. <laughs> the worst CGI snot you've ever seen. Oh, yes. Yeah, 2000 snot. It's, it's horrible. So later that night, Ray and Brenda, they go to a movie to see Shakespeare in Love, as Brenda calls it. So Ray goes to the restroom and he hears like something going on in the stall next to him. And he looks through a glory hole. He doesn't see anything. And he gets a penis stabbed through his ears and it goes all the way through his head. That is the opening scene from Scream 2 when the black people in that movie died five minutes in. And they die in this one, too. But not one five minutes in. So Omar Epps gets a knife through the head. And then Brenda, she is in the movie, like, talking loud, on a phone call, eating, like, food she brought in. And the killer doesn't kill Brenda. Everybody else in the theater stabs her up. And they're like, this is for spoiling this movie and this movie. <laughs> and so Brenda gets stabbed up, and she walks up to the front of the screen and dies in front of everybody. That's how Jada Pinkett died in Scream 2. And I was ready to leave the theater. I was like, wow, the black people died this quick. Her, like Jada Pinkett's face was on the cover for Scream 2. And I'm like, oh, just like Drew Barrymore. Okay. So <laughs> it's like Queen of the Damned all over. Yeah. <laughs> so Brenda and Ray, they're all dead. I'm like, damn. So Cindy, she wants to not be alone. So she tells Shorty, like, hey. Let's have a couple people over. Nothing crazy. And then Shorty yells, hey, party at Cindy's. Drunk white women for everybody. And everyone cheers. (laughs) (laughs) I love the one guy in the background that's like, (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, Cindy's friend, Tina, she goes out to the garage to get more beer. And it's probably one of my favorite jokes in this movie. When a sound happens and she turns, she's like, oh, just you, kitty. You scared me. And then another sound. She's like, oh, it's just you, horsey. You scared me. <laughs> I was like, why is that horse in the garage? <laughs> so she meets the killer and she tries to like dip and dodge him. But the killer is like boxing her out pretty good. And she runs for the doggy door, just like in Scream when Rose McGowan tried to get through it. But Rose McGowan got halfway through like her hips, I think. And then the killer presses the garage door button. 
and it goes up a little bit and then crashes down and then she dies. Same thing happens, but Tina is a big girl and she gets like, I think her head through it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe an arm. Yeah, like an arm. She's stuck now. Yeah, and then the killer does the same thing in the garage comes down and murders tina uh it's it's a really i it's a funny scene because of the the cat and the horse that makes me laugh and then just trying to dive through a doggy door when rose mcgowan did it i laughed when tina did it i laughed too because it's really dumb to think you can make it through a doggy door those things are very stupid small so during the party cindy and bobby they go upstairs and they finally have sex oh no you don't want to do that virgins always live cindy what are you doing and so it's it's a lot of jokes about you know her being a virgin and like she didn't trim down there it's like a giant bush comes out and he's got hedge trimmers and then the ongoing joke of when someone ejaculates people fly across the room that happens in this movie <laughs> happens in two i think it happens in the third one i got i can't remember when it would happen eh, but just a silly joke so in the basement of the party the killer pops up and just i guess is taking a break from killing people and and gets high with shorty and his friends and then they start calling people and threatening them he's like i'm gonna get you like a fish and they all start giggling and then after they start doing some uh freestyle rapping the killer has a knife and a fish hook in his hands and he's like rapping and like swinging his arms and he kills everybody in the room except shorty and shorty's like that was fucking cool and they they hug and stuff so after cindy and bobby have sex they're cleaned up and the killer appears and stabs Bobby. Oh, no, Bobby wasn't the killer this whole time. Man, so many red herrings in this movie. So Cindy grabs a gun and Bobby is with her and he's all types of fucked up. Shorty pops out from the basement. And like, we need to get out of here. What he said, there's blood, ass, and what shit everywhere. I, he said a couple of just random yeah. words together. Blood, ass, and guts. Yeah. <laughs> so Bobby shoots shorty what's happening bobby obviously is the killer and he his shirt was covered in ketchup and he's like just like my mom put in spaghetti i was like oh <laughs> so we see that ray is on the scene so he didn't die from the penis going through his head but his head is bandaged up like it did go through his head and i was like whose penis was it then also, I like that it was only bandaged on one side, like it yeah. didn't erupt out the other side. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> you had a full ass dick through both of your ear canals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. So, Bobby and Ray, they tell Cindy in the kitchen that their intention is to kill only her and her father, and that they're copying the real killer in town. And they're like, oh, well, the real killer is killing people. We'll kill you and just blame it on the that killer. And that happens in a ton of movies. That's part of it. And Bobby, he admits that he's gay with Ray. And Ray's like, I'm not gay. Even though the whole movie is <laughs> tons of gay jokes that happen. So I just wanted to go shopping and you were yeah. the one that sucked my dick. Yeah. <laughs> so their plan, just like at the end of Scream, is, well, we can't leave this murder scene unscathed. So we're going to stab each other in you know, the perfect spot, and then we can be like, oh, the killer tried to get us, and we got away. So, unfortunately, the plan backfires, because Ray stabs Bobby first, but he stabs him, like, ten times at least, and he gets mad because the Wayans Brothers, the show that he was in, was canceled before they could get 
even a final episode. And so he just takes his anger out on Bobby. And Bobby's like, I'm feeling a little woozy. <laughs> and he's like, well, it's my turn to stab you. And Ray's like, fuck that. I'm not getting stabbed by anybody. <laughs> Unfortunately, the real killer arrives and kills Ray. I'm like, holy shit. So there was a real killer. And Cindy and the killer fight. And at this point, we get tons of nods to other things like the Matrix and river dancing. And, oh, there was something else they did. But Cindy kicks the killer out the window. Hooray, everything worked out. But unfortunately, when she gets outside to see who the killer was, the killer is gone. So at the police station later on, Cindy and the sheriff, they discover that the killer wasn't Bobby or Ray. And it wasn't the guy that they killed the year before. David Keegan was his name. It wasn't him either. They realized that Doofy was the killer the whole time. And he was faking being special. And then we see as Doofy is walking away, he's like walking all crazy. And he starts straightening up his walk. Just like in fucking Morbius. And he walks out and he cleans himself up. And he leaves with Gale. So I guess Gale was in on this also. And that's the end of The Usual Suspects. Spoilers, because I'm going to explain it a little bit. Uh, we don't like to talk about him anymore because he was touching on that guy from Rent. But, uh, oh, what's that fucker's Kevin name? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey played a mentally impaired character in The Usual Suspect. So the whole time you're like, oh, it's not him. He's not Kaiser Soze. And then as he leaves... He straightens up and he's like, oh, holy shit. He's not special. He is the bad guy. And it's like, that's fucking cool. Spoilers for that movie. It's still a good movie. And so we see that Doofy killed everybody. And we've there are a couple of nods and clues through the movie that the first girl, Doofy, that was his babysitter. And so I'm like, I guess he wanted to kill her because she didn't want to be with him, I guess. And then everyone else got murdered because I guess they were too close to the situation. So they find his backpack with the mask. No, and a knife he in kills it. them because Buffy fucking told Doofy about them killing that guy. Oh, so he's just getting revenge for the guy, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because they were bad guys. Yeah. Because Doof- she like told him, and uh, Cindy was like, Why would you tell him? And it's like, Okay, he's not going to say anything. Who's he going to tell? Yeah. His vacuum? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Cindy is in the middle of the street screaming to the sky. Another running joke in all the scary movies. And she's hit by a car. That's <laughs> the end of the movie. A mid credit scene. You see Shorty talking to the camera saying, if you're watching this, that means I didn't make it. And he's like, you got to be brave. Don't look back and keep running. Anything he's talking about ways to survive in a horror movie. No, he's telling you how to successfully enact a snatch and run in a store. <laughs> and he's like snatch and run and everyone just grabs like as much like chips as they can and they just run out the store and the, the guy the owner just pulls out a gun so shooting at him uh, there's one more scene that I never watched because I never sat in the movie long enough to see it but you see Doofy in his bedroom breaking up with his vacuum cleaner because he's dating Gail and he's like no we can't do this anymore and he's like okay one more time and he turns the vacuum on so I was like oh lord <laughs> so Katie, who is your favorite character in Scary Movie? Would be Brenda. Regina Hall is one of the funniest human beings alive. <laughs> and 
she did her fucking job in this movie um of course her character like most people's characters in this movie is just straight up stereotypes so it's kind of a mess but she was fucking great she wasn't having fucking buffy's bullshit um she was trying to like lead cindy away from like the her dumbass boyfriend and yeah she was great emma i said toker face because <laughs> ghost face when he's high how they change the mask for that basically everybody in here i i really enjoyed how they played their part but just how they changed the mask for Ghostface when he was high was really silly and it made me giggle. <laughs> so I'm going to say Toker Face. Micah. My, my, my toker face. No, that's not my person. Um, I'm actually going to go with Cindy on this one. <laughs> she's, she's really good at like whenever she gets the spotlight for a scene, she gets real dumb. But then when she's like background character, like figuring something out, like for a scene or something, she's like all like pieces are coming together. I'm figuring it (laughs) out. And then she gets into a big stressful moment and she like her brain melts out the side of her head. I don't know. She's just it's just really fun watching her in these movies because she doesn't have to do a whole hell of a lot except for be at the right place at the wrong time what are you waiting for yeah what 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 am i waiting for i don't know yeah so that's yeah she's my favorite character from this one so i went with the killer just as a whole just about every scene with the killer and this is part of this the world of a spoof like gail killed somebody in front of someone like this kid was like behind her while she was recording something she's like one student dead and then he's like dancing and so she shoots him it's like two students are dead and (laughs) she just moves on with her life but the the world of a spoof is weird because people react to things like as you should but then they instantly ignore it and so the killer super silly but he's murdering people but it's just really funny like the whole scene where he was hiding and he's like He's like, I'm the shadows, baby. You'll never find me. He's like, I can see your feet. He's like, oh, God damn it. And him trying to hide, he, he crawls under the carpet, like the, <laughs> the carpet to try to hide from her. And it's so stupid. Like, it, it's hilarious. It's, it's one of my favorite scenes. My favorite characters is just the killer being really stupid. So, Katie, who, who's your least favorite character? It was a tie between Buffy and her boyfriend, Greg. (laughs) They were like the stereotypical like jock head cheerleader bitches from every high school movie you've ever seen in your life. She was just the worst kind of person. She was Doofy's sister, but she kept calling him the Arsler and was just awful she was so self-absorbed and then greg was just toxic masculinity as a person (laughs) correct that's it that he didn't have any other character traits except toxicity yep emma uh i said pushy bobby Because I agree with you with Buffy, but 
pushy Bobby was that was that was just not okay. Yeah. He's like, just fucking well, it's not gonna suck itself. Yeah. Like and they're literally on a picnic and he's like shoving a hot dog down her throat, like figure it out. Oh yeah. The blowjob scene when they end up hitting that guy. Yeah. I was like, that's what the fuck is happening? Yeah. yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. Micah. Yeah. Greg. 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 Sorry. Sorry. You just said that I, a little while ago. Oh, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Greg is my least favorite character. He, you know, you gotta have a you gotta have a piece of shit trope, and he got to fill that role, so he gets to be the auto hated. Um. <laughs> He just, you know, no, we didn't do anything. And uh, it was kind of funny smashing the the guy's head in. And he's like, we can dispose of the body. No need. No need. I'm actually okay. <laughs> <laughs> no harm. But yeah, he didn't want to believe anything. And then uh, got ice picked in the back during the pageant. So. <laughs> so in Scream... And and I know what you did last summer. I never enjoyed the boyfriend character of the main character. They always make it seem like they could be the killer. Because in I know what you did last summer, it's Freddie Prince Jr. And they like set up these little like MacGuffins or red herrings that he could be the killer. I don't. I've never enjoyed that. And in in Scream, the boyfriend was the killer, and it was like an obvious you know nod to it. But Bobby had some of the weakest jokes in this. And so that's how I thought of my least favorite character. Because all his jokes were just rape. Yep. <laughs> Every joke he made was about raping his girlfriend because she wouldn't put out. Yep. And it was disgusting. Yeah. So out of all the, the main characters with their jokes, uh, Shannon Elizabeth, she could not get last place because of the whole scene where she's like, oh, am I supposed to break my leg right here? It just, I love that. That shit's hilarious. Yeah, but, same. She'll never. Oh, be now last. you're gonna cut my head off. Ooh! <laughs> Look at that! I'm dead. Yes, you got you. You got blood all over my new Gucci sweater. Right. <laughs> no, see, I hated that scene mostly because she turned on her best friend. Yep. She was immediately like, "Oh, ha ha ha! The killer is he's calling for you." Like, bitch, you're supposed to be her best friend, and you called her out in this in front of this whole locker room full of girls. Yeah. You're a bitch. Well, she was about to die, so they had oh. to give her that heel turn real quick. <laughs> but no, uh, I've never liked the the boyfriend character in horror movies. It's usually pretty shitty. So, so you hated Bobby or Greg or both? Uh, Bobby. Okay. Greg had better jokes when he was trying to like justify his tiny penis. Like him yelling <laughs> is, is funny, you know. So. They had just turned the cold water on in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the size of the hammer it's it's the swinging at the nail like just him just trying to justify his like micro penis that that that's Wait, bobby has a baby dick too yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's do seven word synopsis only have one because i was like into the movie like watching it but it's a line that me and my friends say to this day so if we catch you doing something and oh God help you if we recorded it, we yell, you on camera, you on candy camera. We'll, we'll absolutely uh -huh. say that. 
So, Katie. I have three. Hilarious if you've got 2000s glasses on. Yep. Whoever made different masks deserves a raise. <laughs> yep. Because that's the funny. That's easily the thing I laughed at the most in this movie is every time the killer's <laughs> ghost face's mask would change for whatever he was feeling when he gets high, when he's laughing, when he's crying, like hilarious. <laughs> and then my last one. These teens would have definitely eaten Tide Pods. Yep. <laughs> they dumb. Micah. Such great tits and a lovely behind. I forget how it was sung, but it was like the, the lyrics the to the... fucking teenage pageant song. <laughs> Did you guys catch the fucking sashes that the teens, the teen girls were wearing? No. Oh my god, you'll have to go back and watch just that yeah. scene and like freeze frame on when they have all the girls standing there. Yeah. One of them was like Miss Teen Pregnancy. There yeah. was she was like actually pregnant. Yeah. There, there was an older lady up there. I couldn't see her sash, but it probably said something about being old. Yeah. They there was a bunch of them that were just fucking funny. Just like the labeled condoms at the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you're a daddy you still have one more micah oh it i didn't see what happened okay oh look at me i'm all dead <laughs> yeah uh, that's that that seems a classic that we both talked about and yeah sorry yeah. if i'm not scared <laughs> <laughs> i have boobies let me see your insides girl <laughs> and then would have been last words run bitch run oh yeah <laughs> and then my alliterative screamy slasher starts shenanigans stalking several students thank you so this film came out july 7th uh, 2000 oh my god <laughs> so long ago so what do you guys think ladies and gentlemen think the budget for this film was katie 20 dollar dues emma damn it i said the same thing um same hold on thing. let me decide am i gonna go above or below uh, 19 dollar dues 19 dollar dues micah 12 dollar dues hey not a bad idea micah not a bad idea at all it would have worked if someone did not just hit it right on the head. So the budget was $19 dues. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's the sound. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think the box office was? Katie. $200 dues. Katie fucking Katie. <laughs> Emma. Ah. <laughs> uh... Uh, $190 dues. I'm going to do the same thing. Micah. What were the guesses so far? She said 200 I said okay. 190 Because she fucking stole my 200 But she said it first, so technically I would have stole her 200 <laughs> What's your 230. guess? 230 230 Check out the big brain on Micah. The box office for Scary Movie was two hundred and seventy-eight dollars. <laughs> this movie did 
amazingly oh man it's that's phenomenal it was the perfect time it it, it was it was was, a perfect storm yeah honestly college kids high school kids that were able to just like sneak in parents everybody went to see this movie because it just looked really funny and it's like oh it's making fun of scream i watched that like a couple of months ago oh i know you did last summer i remember that movie it just it just picked at everything that everyone knew and it's been a while since we had something like this it could work again but unfortunately there's so much stuff in the world now that (laughs) i mean they would probably have to make fun of like game of thrones and yep i don't know mandalorian there's certain things that everyone has an idea about but yeah you could do this again spoofs can work it's just hard to do sometimes but no this i mean honestly after watching that 90s show i kind of want to see a spoof movie with that kind of humor yeah you know humor that's for this this generation versus not our generation yeah no that'd be pretty cool so i have the sashes from the beauty pageant yes so the first blonde girl or the blonde girl was miss congeniality normal (laughs) then the black girl contestant the only black one in the competition was miss thang (laughs) buffy was miss fellatio yep there was a girl called miss knocked up (laughs) and then there was an old lady and her name was miss hag oh (laughs) Oh, fuck (laughs) yep Yep. i like it there's so much shit in the background of this movie this wild what's the name of their high school oh ba corpse yeah and they were the predators yeah yep yeah yeah they were it's so many nods it's just little things i that's why i like spoofs like this like it's it's hard work to catch all the fun facts mm-hmm. correct so, minority kill count i have brenda ray and i guess shorty died but they all shorty. come back in the second one and they don't acknowledge they acknowledge that there were murders that night but they did not die apparently or they just got injured i don't know but bobby's not there I don't know. We'll just say three. Three people died. That nerdy girl, she was question mark. We'll just do three. Three. So it's hard to tell because stupid levels of tanning were really popular at this point. Yep. So like if you had any type of olive skin to start and then you just did that really dumb like I'm going to tan myself orange thing you could be perceived as a minority even though you're not yeah so the new number is 293 damn and a tito turtle and a house in a plane full of vampires so (laughs) does anybody have anything else to say about scary movie it's hilarious watch the first three in the series just don't watch four and five you'll be disappointed correct okay so with that that is the end of this episode if you have any other cool fun facts about spoofs or scary movie or i had something you can tweet us at 
Allentown Pod. We have an email of it. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook ad. Allentown Presents. So that is episode 271 in the pocket. As say, fuck, I messed it up. So this is volume one, spoof four. I've asked my friends to try to find some stuff. I think we got some good ones. There's going to be some older ones. Katie and I, we found one from 81. That might be a pick. Apparently, it parodies tons of horror movies. The older movies. Yes. Uh, there's one that I love from 2009. Might be our next year. We'll see. But, uh, no, I'm very excited. So, the music you listen to right now, that is Flippin' with Mind Effort. Flippin' the CE anywhere you can find them. The Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll, we will be back next week with a spoof for movies. Bye, guys. Bye. What's up? What's up? What's up? Ah, whatever. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>